Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. champions how are you uh welcome to not just a sports report today it is time to jump into survivor 42 episode 8 they just released episode 9 as well so i'm feeling the pinch maybe that's because i got such a sore back maybe the pinch is just literally coming from my back but maybe the pinch is coming that we are about to jump into some really good episodes here we've got back to back I've already watched episode 8, and then straight after this, what I'm going to do is watch episode 9 and release these podcasts. Short and sharp, pretty quick, so let's get into it. Night 16 on the US Survivor Season 42, and we are fresh off the Chanel vote. As I mentioned in last episode, Chanel lacking the social connections, which in this season and the last season, they seem to be absolute game changers more so than ever, especially in a shorter game, so... When you don't have people on your side and it's coming between you and someone else and that other person has people on their side socially, it makes it near impossible to stay in the game unless you have some kind of advantage or trick up your sleeve, which isn't to be dismissed this season, that's for sure. But Chanel voted out last and as we return to camp, Romeo is dead set furious. He's acting all like, nah, it's all good. And then to the camera, he's like, fucking not all good. Not all good. Fuming. Romeo is like truly, truly pissed. He's majorly freaking out. And the paranoia has really got to Romeo. He's the one out of everyone that has let it get to him the most. Like Marianne, she can be erratic when she gets paranoid. But Romeo, he, he's kind of losing his shit. Um, has anyone reminded him that it is Survivor? But in saying that, I haven't been out there. Like I'm sure I'd get paranoid. I'd probably have like the biggest bad shit moment. Two people would write my name down and I'd have like a fucking meltdown. I'd be like, which one of you did it? Like, I want to read the votes. I want to know who voted. But yeah, I can understand Romeo, but also like, chill, bro. Just chill. It looks like the High and Romeo alliance as well is well and truly over. I talked about how they had a connection and yeah, connection over. I mean, the connection's still there. Alliance blown up. Romeo is off high to the maximum and he feels truly burnt by last night's vote. Now, as I said, social is a huge element in this game, and Romeo, he's starting to struggle with that. Like, early on, he made good alliances and he was friendly with people, but now that it's getting down to the crunch time, he's starting to freak out a little bit, and that may turn some of his allies against him. We also have Roxroy, Mike, and Jonathan, bit of a jocks alliance. They look like they're working together. But Roxroy just keeps pushing this guy's alliance. And look like Jonathan seems like he could be on board. Mike, I'm sure, would be on board. But Mike also, I think, has some good connections with the females in the game. And, like, especially some that had been voted out already, like Jenny. But Roxroy, he is like, boys, boys, boys. He's gone full, yeah, the boys mode, trying to get an all-guys alliance. Which is, like, so funny because he's just going, like, you know, full alpha masculinity and like two of these guys are gay not saying that they can't be masculine like absolutely not but that they don't high and romeo are not portrayed as masculine are they like i don't think they're gonna be like 
yeah, fuck, awesome, let's get the boys alliance together. Like, you guys totally aren't going to team up and, like, pick us off as soon as you get the chance. So, Roxray, it's a bit of a funny one. He's talking to Omar about it as well. He's like, we've got six, four in favor of the guys. But Omar, like, he's like, yeah, yeah, but Omar is not keen. Like, this has been a full bad shit, this Roxroy male alliance. It's only just happened, but... Now, yeah, he's rolling around, and Omar, not keen at all. Um, Hi, not keen at all, as I expected. And Roxroy's making himself a target. Like, if the women find out about this as well, like, hey, Roxroy's trying to band all the guys together, and he, he's kind of targeting, you know, you're, you females are the ones that he's going to be picking off. So Roxroy's starting to make himself a target. In his mind, he feels as though he's about to make the majority alliance. He's gone... Full year the boys mode, and I don't know if now is the right time. And the execution, the execution was poor. It doesn't have to be like a male versus female alliance, but it could. You can bring it, the guys together, you know. But that's the beauty of a diverse cast. Now, those guys, the six guys, are all diverse. They're from different walks of life, which is what Survivor's always been. But now that diversity changes it to the point where it's like, fuck, you get like six of the guys but how does that work because they're all so different some of them would definitely be much more connected to the female side of the game as well so rocks wrote a bit of a head scratcher to be pushing the male alliance and now getting on to the immunity challenge tori back-to-back individual immunity wins she kind of came from nowhere and now all of a sudden is forming into a real contender with those challenge performances and if she can get a third here well Fuck, Jonathan, watch out. Now this one, they're going to have to balance on narrow footholds with a triangular, or on a pla- uh, triangular platform. Butchered that, forget about it. Uh, we'll just get, it's on rough water, so they're split into two sides, basically. Uh, five and five, and there's going to be two immunity challenges, so two people safe, and there are going to be two tribal councils. So two people voted out, and the reward is going to be beef and veggie kebab. So... Shit, two tribals, two people getting voted out, and this challenge looks really tough out on the water, involving balance, and the water is going crazy right now. Like, it's going to be very hard to stay up. So we get to the challenge. I kind of miss the teams, like who is in exactly what team, but we'll definitely get to that. And players are dropping like flies to start the challenge. Just boom, boom, boom. Like, this is a really, really hard one. A lot of people dropping out early, and I'm keen to see... Who can get this done? Because clearly this is the hardest challenge of the season so far. Now we have High who gets the win first. I don't know which team that was for. My bad. Let me double check. Nah, didn't have that written down. But High gets the win. He has to stay in the challenge. So he's one out of his five. But he has to stay in the challenge for a chance to win reward. But High is safe from the vote tonight. And Jonathan versus Lindsay over on the other side. Jonathan ends up getting it done. He is such a beast in challenges, but wow, like Lindsay did an incredible job. You saw everyone fell. Well, you didn't see it, but you just heard about it. Maybe you saw it. They fell within seconds, like most pe- most of the players. So Lindsay doing a phenomenal job to push Jonathan all the way, but Jonathan and High getting it done, both safe from the vote. High then drops, so Jonathan has secured individual immunity and reward for his five, beef and veggie kebabs so very interesting in the challenge jonathan getting it done and he and high will be safe two tribal councils two people going home 
as we get back to the camp, both groups are separated. So they've separated the five and five. I really like that because now you can't strategize with the people on the other side who are in your alliances. So you've got to make moves of your own, which I think is really important at this stage in the game. Looking at the two groups, first group we have Mike, Romeo, Roxroy, Hi, and Omar. Now, Romeo wanted to get High out, but this really doesn't bode well for him. High has a working relationship with Mike. And look, Roxroy's all-mail plan has already exploded. He is now in a fucking tribe of five males, and they're going to have to vote one out. So it would have been funny if everyone was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this male alliance. Like, let's get rid of the girls. And then all of them, then they have to immediately vote one of themselves out. So yeah, Roxroy, that was a bit of a dud call. And Romeo just seems like the easy option here. Like, I would assume you just go Romeo. It depends how much social footing he still has left in the game. Because Roxroy, in terms of social footing, he's starting to sabotage, self-sabotage. And he has since the start kind of just being a, like a dad kind of figure and always roaming around the camp telling people how things need to be done and micromanaging and then the all-male alliance idea didn't really fly with like 50% of the males he was talking to about it so Roxroy definitely starting to alienate himself a little bit but he has shown through the course of the season that he does have allies which is essential to keeping him safe this weekend week it is Thursday we'll go with week now, Hi chats to Mike about Roxroy. He's saying, like, I'm actually thinking we go Roxroy tonight. Mike is not keen because he knows that Jonathan's going to see that and think that they're not trustworthy. So Mike is more keen to go with loyalty, prove their loyalty, and don't do anything shady whilst Jonathan's on the other side. So Mike wants to go for Romeo, which I think Hi could be on board with. But Hi's initial plan, he wants to go for Roxroy, and I believe it's for a lot of the reasons that I was just mentioning. Taking a look at the other group now, and we have Tori, Drea, Marianne, Lindsay, and Jonathan, who is safe. So four girls, one guy, but Jonathan is safe, and he is opting for Drea. She has a lot of, he doesn't even know the extent of how many idols and advantages she has. And look, he's really tight with Lindsay and Marianne, so it's basically between Tori and Drea. And Jonathan, he's going for Drea. He thinks it's time to get rid of her. And he says, like, Marianne, Lindsay, this is what I want to do. I want to convince, like, Drea that it's a Marianne vote. And then Marianne's like, oh, fuck, no, like, my name's going to get written down. And then it's like, okay, already plan unraveling from the start. She's like, why has it got to be me? It's like, just, uh fuck. But in fairness, if Drea does play an, uh, an idol or advantage then Marianne's gone. So look, it does make sense. I should, I was kind of taking the piss there, but it does make total sense. Like you don't want to get your name written down in that situation, but they're going to try to convince Drea that Marianne is the vote. Uh, Marianne goes and tells Tori immediately. She's like, this is the plan. Uh, like, you know, work with me here. So Tori is now in on what's going on. And Jonathan he, look, oh, let me go quickly back to Tori. She's been looking for allies. That is something she hasn't had. And as I mentioned, the social game is such a huge part of it this season. And she's been lucky, not lucky actually, very talented and deserved to win back-to-back -back immunity challenges before this episode to keep herself in the game. But socially, she hasn't been able to connect with people and get people on her side or at least 
get her on their side. So this is a great opportunity for Tori to make some friends, I guess. Now, Jonathan, he goes and tells Drea, and it was bad. It was obvious. It was like, yeah, we're going to vote Marianne out tonight because we don't want people in the game with idols. And Drea's like, uh, okay, so you're going to vote out like one of the people you're super tight with. You've explicitly said in public in front of everyone that you guys are going to stay tight and work together and you want to get rid of idols. So we're going to go Marianne, like we're not going for me. That was, yeah, that was shite from Jonathan. Now Drea is totally going to be clued on that she should probably play one of her many advantages or her idol. So Drea now, it, it, it would be very, very tense. I, I think she has to play it. Like she absolutely has to play it because it's been spelt out for her. Jonathan's basically just come up. Like she would have already been suspicious, but now Jonathan, without meaning to, has basically let her know exactly what the real plan is. So I think Dre is going to play her idol for sure. I think that the four remaining Taku are going to stay strong. Omar on the other side, but here we have Jonathan, Marianne, and Lindsay. So that Taku four look really dangerous because Luvu, I believe they were called last year in season 41, they dominated at the start. They didn't have to vote anyone out. And those numbers proved to be crucial. A lot of the people in the last stages of the game were from the original Luvu tribe. People like Deshaun and the eventual winner, Erica. So this Taku 4, really, really threatening. That's what I'm going to say. And Jonathan, he's probably the shield of that, which makes someone like an Omar or a Lindsay the real threat because they could slide under the radar and then all of a sudden, yeah, it's over before you know it. So Taku strong. This could be very dangerous for everyone. And Jonathan, he's, he's talking about this huge play. He's like, now's the time. I'm safe. I'm going to make my fucking huge play now. And it has gone so poorly. It has been pretty cringeworthy. This big plan. I'm a huge Jonathan fan. So I was kind of like, uh, he's not going well this episode. It's, um, yeah, just this, this big plan. The execution was shocking it was shocking so he's butchered the big play but it's been a good watch and look we haven't gone to trouble yet so maybe he's going to execute this big play to the absolute maximum okay two tribal councils coming up so not just the one in episode eight here and in tribal council number one my prediction as i said i think romeo's going home it is now night 17 so we are nearing closer to the end in this shorter format season and this tribe who are going to vote between the five of themselves, Omar, Romeo, Mike, Roxroy, and Hi, who earned individual immunity and will be safe from the vote. Look, Roxroy, he's gone big shot mode, saying he's super confident. That confidence is really, really unwarranted. I highlighted plenty of the reasons as to why Roxroy could potentially be the vote over Romeo. I think Romeo is the easier one. You don't want to shake the boat too much. At this stage, oh, it doesn't feel like the right stage to shake the boat too much. But Roxroy is really rubbing people the wrong way. And look, he, he could be every chance of going. His unwarranted confidence, it's like, okay, well, obviously he hasn't been talking to anyone except his own allies. He hasn't had to, like, form any plan Bs, whereas everyone else has been grinding. So Roxroy, really, that's a red flag when he has that kind of unwarranted confidence look it's not unwarranted per se because he has such trust in high and mike but 
Yeah, you don't want to go too big shot mode at a tribal council because you should never feel 100% safe in the game of Survivor. That is one thing we all know. Now, it is time for the votes. First vote, Romeo, then Roxroy. Roxroy gets another vote. And the ninth person voted out. Roxroy, damn, I, I did think he was going to go further. I thought, yeah, maybe he pushed the guys' alliance thing a little bit too hard. But ultimately, the ninth person voted out, Roxroy. So the tribe have spoken with a brutal blindside. He didn't see it coming. Had full trust in High and Omar and Mike. So he, he was blindsided. That's the best word for it, isn't it? Unfortunately... Roxroy voted out, but I enjoyed his contribution to the season. I, I thought he was a great player. And look, he, he did really well. He should be very proud of himself. He played the game. And look, whilst he did rub some people the wrong way, there was never a moment where Roxroy was like too much or crossed any lines, you know? Just in the game of Survivor, sometimes when you're out there, certain personality types can clash. And of course, when it is such a diverse game, that throws in even more personalities, different types of people. So, yeah, that one definitely interesting that Roxroy got voted out. It seems like Mike and High have flipped the switch, or at least High has. And Roxroy, he is gone, and the next group are straight in. They see that Roxroy is on the jury, and everyone is shocked. It is awful weather as well, freezing wet. It has been pissing down rain. Mary Ann is absolutely shivering, and Drea is visibly upset. She's looked over on the jury now to see Roxroy, and like she is clearly distraught about that. Uh, obviously, the first direct link is that like two people from her culture, African Americans, have been voted out back to back, and this is pretty much as soon as everyone's merged together. This is kind of a theme as well like i'm white so i honestly haven't felt the way that they feel but that's definitely i think that's why the diversity mandate has come in because usually the minorities it's only like one or two of them and they're always outnumbered and it's always been a thing and not every time i know there'll be people who's like this example this example yeah like obviously like not every time just i haven't had their life experience and talking to people who have similar backgrounds to the likes of Drea and Roxroy, the way they've spelt it out for me, I'm like, that makes total sense why you would be upset. And of course, Drea, she doesn't have the edit or the kind of production as well to know what the thought process was behind some of the moves that have been made. But now what Drea knows is that herself and Marianne are the names that have been thrown out there. And look, Tori's an option as well, but now Drea... She's like, okay, well, this is what it is. Like, it's either me or Marianne. And I can absolutely see why she felt that way. So, yeah, that was definitely something I noticed. Drea, very, very upset. And she spoke about how the two black people had been voted out back to back and how that is a game changer for her. Marianne, she is totally on board with this as well. She is feeling the same way. And she says, like, I'm sorry, everyone, but I can't vote for Drea tonight. So that is a total bombshell and look it, it makes sense like i i won't argue with that and i can understand why like she felt that way i also understand why jonathan inside the, the likes did have the idea to vote her out because she had the idols and things like that but like 
here in this diverse cast i'm gonna say like everyone is very open-minded and they all seem like quality people i don't i wouldn't say anyone in this season has been racist but what i will say is that casual racism and subconscious racism are absolutely a thing and there have been times where i have fallen into that trap myself and have had to check myself so it's absolutely a thing and yeah drea very very warranted in her thoughts and it's huge like jonathan decides to fire up as well and he's already had a pretty poor showing this episode and he blows up and it's just like no now's not the time he gets angry he's like i'm not racist like and it's like just like now is it was just really poor timing there's a better way that you can have that conversation and maybe spell out your intention or you don't want to give your full play away but yeah I, i think it's like it was just not the right time it was just not the right time to pipe up and you, you got to pick your moments and there's a better time to have a conversation about that. So Jonathan, yeah, he fired up, but he is not an option tonight because he has the individual immunity idol. But this could backfire on him, definitely. And in a huge game-changing moment, Marianne and Drea both decide to play their idols. They say, we're not going to stand for it. We are not letting another black person be voted out of the game three consecutive just like that we are both playing our idols and that was a powerful moment that was a very big moment in the season and there's going to be a shift from this i'm really interested to see what way the game goes after this especially considering the tribes had been split into two and now there's one tribe who are just they're they're distraught they've seen that rock story voted out they don't have any intel in what's gone on jonathan is obviously upset as well because Roxroy was someone that he was actually keen to be working with and go a little bit deeper into the game. So, look, that is a huge, huge moment for both idols to be played. And I think in these kind of situations, it's just better when someone has an issue, unless they're being, you know, ridiculous, which in this case they absolutely weren't, it's much better to listen than to talk and be like, well, well, well this is my, my thing. It's like, just listen first and you can form your own opinions and you can present your own opinions civilly. But I think in these situations, it definitely is better to listen than talk. Because sometimes when you listen, then you're like, okay, I totally understand. And it's been the case for me from like personal lived experience many, many times. So now, Probes has said, there's no vote. You guys are going to talk about it. Like You're going to talk about who you're voting out. Because now, Jonathan can't be voted for. Marianne can't be voted for. Andrea can't be voted for. So it is only Tori or Lindsay. So this is a big moment and everyone everyone says Tori. So the other tribe are watching as well and they get some intel watching this all go down. But yeah, it, it was unanimous. So Tori, after two back-to-back individual immunity wins in very intriguing circumstances, Tori finds herself voted out of the game in a big twist where both Drea and Marianne played their idols. But wait, but wait, Tori says she's playing her shot in the dark. So everyone has decided they're going for Tori. Tori goes the shot in the dark and she is not safe. So still, it's been played multiple times this season. It was played last season by Sydney. My cat is meowing for his dinner. Teddy, come on, man. I'm just about to wrap up. And yeah, Tori's playing a shot in the dark and it is 
a failure. It No one's used it, so that's good. They make it pretty challenging, so now when someone does use it, then it's going to be a huge moment. You don't want it to be so consistent. It's got to be a big one. So Tori, not able to become the first person to successfully play her shot in the dark. She's been voted out. Roxroy have been voted out. Two big players who definitely could have gone all the way to the end. They've been voted out. Now's the stage where the bigger players are starting to get voted out because that's the only people who are remaining. Big players. So speaking of big players, my chubby cat, and uh, that's being generous. He He's scratching, he's going wild. He wants his dinner. So Tori gone and Roxroy gone. Thank you for your contribution to the season. The both of you really enjoyed both of their play. And yeah, they bring their own their own style, their own mix. So that is it from Survivor 42. Not for the season, just for episode 8. Because next up, I'll be sitting down and watching episode 9. That podcast will be out as soon as possible. So remember to follow us on Instagram at Not Just a Sports Report. And follow us on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. You will be able to see when the next episode is out. And that's going to be ASAP, as I said, as soon as possible. So until episode 9, thank you for listening and take care of yourselves.